0: A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040, WHO.
1: Good morning, everyone welcome to ARL Animal Connection. Good morning, Carol.
2: Hi, Mick. How are you?
1: Good. Good. A bit muggy out there, but other than that, it's all right. Just like home. Yes, For just me. like home.
2: And we have our <laughs> wonderful Mitch with us this morning on the boards. Is that what is that what we call it on the boards?
1: Yeah. Oh, that is correct. You got my name right, too.
2: Oh, well. great start. Yeah, thanks. I mate. had your name right the first time. Let's remember <laughs> that. Mick is the one who screwed that up. That's why I started calling you Mitch Eric because he called you Eric.
1: Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, I got nothing.
2: We know it now, though. But see, now we have this little pet name for you, Mitch Eric.
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not talking anymore. Yeah, I'm not talking. I'm done. That's not my job. <laughs> How was your week? Good, good. Good. A um, few interesting things happening. So, um, And we have a guest in the studio today we as well.
2: Very exciting.
1: So we have Betsy, our meow manager.
2: Isn't that the cutest title
1: ever? And I think there's a whole heap of other things tagged under the end of yeah, that as well. Yes, But she also uh, got some visitors to her house last night, which we'll talk about later as well, which she brought into the studio.
2: Yes, it's very exciting as well. Because so, they but, have to
1: stay with her. Right. <laughs>
2: but we're very happy to have you here this morning, Betsy. Thank you for getting up so early with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, so Betsy will be talking about uh, fostering and a bunch of stuff she does with cats and kittens and um Lots of stuff we do at the ARL.
1: Yeah. 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 So we got things coming up today as well. Some fun stuff, um, which we'll talk about. One of my, fav- one of the really cool things I like that we have is pet caso. So we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Um,
2: have you done pet? Well, we might as well just jump right into. Oh, that.
1: okay. Let's go for let's, it.
2: Let's just do it.
1: Yeah. So ad you- lib show we are.
2: Yes, that's right. Now you've done pet caso with your pets, haven't you? Don't you have these framed in your house? Yes. Yeah. So, um, hit it.
1: Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so today, we'll go with the Animal Rescue League. Yes. Uh, we have Pet Car at 12 p.m. at the main location. And with Pet Carso, we have uh, pet safe paints. You choose your colours. We have canvas, different sizes. And then, so you get all the paint on their feet, and then you put, let them walk over it or help them out. And then, um, of course, you put them up on your wall. Uh, but... Smartly, we have a puff and fluff for dogs after that, so a dog wash.
2: Oh, what a great idea.
1: Right next door. Yeah. So then the paint gets washed off as well. But in my home, um, we choose colors of the personality of our cats. Oh,
2: that's a fun idea.
1: So if they're, like, spicy, hence her name. Yes. She had yellows and oranges, and and we have all paw prints. And as you walk up our stairs to our second floor, and if it's – um, all the paw prints from most of our pets
2: oh, that's throughout very cool.
1: their life. So that's even if they're not with us anymore, we've still got something of them.
2: Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. So you, so dogs, cats. I mean,
1: dogs and cats okay. primarily. Primarily. Um, okay. You know, you see in the zoos where the elephants paint and other animals paint. Um, you could do it with your rabbits and everything else. Again, we just have to be very careful because it is outdoors. Yeah. So. Primarily dogs is yeah. what we're looking at today. Yeah. But it's a fun project you can do at home, too.
2: Yeah, that's very fun.
1: And it's an 11 by 17 print. Okay. Um, is One is $15. Canvas. Oh, they said they're only having canvas, so that's $25. Okay. So, and 45 for two. The more you do, the cheaper it gets.
2: And the nice thing about canvas is, I mean, it's ready to get up. Just hang. Get hang out, hung up right away. Yep. So, that's very cool.
1: And we put their name on it, and then uh, for whatever reason we have little sayings for each animal yeah so um,
2: so are you taking Brian today
1: no no Brian's. Brian Brian will get there
2: okay Brian's of course Mick's new cat kitten, Mm-hmm.
1: kitten yeah
2: orange little fireball
1: Yep, yeah, he's fantastic that's great yeah like him a lot
2: well if anyone has call uh, questions for us uh, you can call us at 284-1040 and we're happy to answer questions for you um and we've had quite a few questions submitted this week um through our excellent website which you can also do at www.arl-iowa.org so
1: and of course we've got our trivia question coming up yep
2: for the water bottle that's right so let's let's talk to betsy a little bit
1: yeah have her sitting here doing nothing yeah
2: let's put her to work so <laughs> betsy uh tell us a little bit about what you do at the animal rescue league Sure, so my job is primarily working
3: with uh, cats and kittens that need foster, uh, and that can be foster for a variety of reasons, anything from bottle babies uh, all the way up through hospice care, Uh, and we'll put out anywhere from 1,000 to 1,200 kittens in foster
2: per year. Wow.
3: Yeah, it's it's quite a bit, but we have an amazing uh, foster network that helps with those kittens. So that's my primary focus, but I also focus on um, our – behavior modification program as well. Um, for kids that aren't quite ready for the adoption floor, just need a little bit of extra TLC from
2: our volunteers, and and then they work their way up to the adoption floor. Yeah, that's great. So when you say bottle babies, for people who are listening and may not yeah. know what that means, what, what exactly is that?
3: So a bottle baby is a kitten anywhere from three weeks and younger that cannot feed itself um, and cannot stimulate itself to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have special foster homes that will take them and feed them around the clock um, anywhere from two to three three-hour feedings to up to six-hour feedings depending on the age um, they'll stimulate them um, they'll brush them with little toothbrushes to stimulate um, their mother grooming them and that sort of thing um, so it's it's very rewarding um, and it's honestly my favorite type of fostering
2: yeah um, and these are typically kittens then that come in that we have no mother with them or correct right okay yeah.
1: um, when you say two-hour three-hour feedings that's in between not feeding them for two or three hours.
3: Correct. Sorry. Yeah, no.
1: What? We're not feeding them that long. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Just in case somebody else right, thought the absolutely. same thing, right?
2: I totally know you know that. Definitely. It's like you knew Mitch's name, but whatever. <laughs> um, so,
1: not gonna let that go, yeah. I, uh. <laughs>
2: I just think it's funny because you like remember everything, and that was. Oh <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so anyway, uh, sorry, Betsy. Well, you know, I, I know you have an amazing group of fosters that do specifically these bottle baby fosterings, twenty, thirty, some people, which is just absolutely amazing. And obviously, with those numbers, we need those. I actually used to do some of that fostering. It it can be very tiring because you do have to get up. Throughout the evening, but you're right. It's extremely rewarding, and um, and you do training so people will have know what they're doing and know how to feed correct
3: yeah so we have some online trainings that our foster homes do for the first time that they go to take a bottle baby litter with them um, and then when they come in to take their first litter even if they have prior experience I still go through the training the hands-on experience the feeding the stimulating all before they take the kittens home just to ensure that they know what they're doing they don't have any questions before they go home um, and of course I always send my cell phone number with them too in case there's any
2: concerns yeah, yeah. Now, you have one with you this morning i do yes. yes so you must have gotten a call in the middle of the night uh he was uh, a call right before i got home from okay. work
3: last night so he got to come home and have a little slumber party with me um how,
1: how many do you have in there just one just one yep
3: he came in all by himself um his name is squirt um <laughs> And he's got upper respiratory infection pretty badly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. So he he can't smell to eat food right now because um, cats primarily um, use scent when they're looking for food. Um, so if they can't smell food, then yep. they won't eat it. Um, and so we're right now just working on getting him over his upper respiratory and um, treating his eyes. He's got a little bit of weepy eyes. Um, and so I've been uh, syringe feeding him about every three to four hours just to help keep fluids in him um, and uh, suctioning all the boogie out of his nose and,
1: <laughs> and all the fun
2: parts of the job. So
1: Oh, you're a good mama.
2: Betsy <laughs> loves this bottle baby.
1: Oh, I you know. You
2: tell. I mean, you're yes. just like made to do this work. So um. Well, and it's just so rewarding,
3: too, just getting to know the little kitten's personality, getting to feel them purr for the first time, mm-hmm. um, You know, getting to turn them around 180 from extremely sick to super happy romping around your house. It's it's very rewarding, and it's, it's
2: my favorite favorite thing in the world that's really cool i think betsy's in the right job
1: i agree
2: yeah 100 <laughs> percent, definitely <laughs> yeah, you,
1: if, for folks that obviously you can't see her she glows when she talks about this yeah, stuff so yeah.
2: that's very cool you know yeah. we're, all, we're all born with a purpose so i think Betsy, yep. betsy's one of the lucky ones that found her so that's
1: one thing is our job ours is a passion as much as it is a right. job so yeah yeah
2: that's i mean people like will say it's hard and you know i mean
1: at times, yeah. At times but,
2: it is, but passion just keeps you doing it. And yeah, and the
1: rewards, back. like Betsy was yeah. saying. All the good stuff. There's so much good stuff we see. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Absolutely. So I'm assuming you can always use foster homes, more foster homes for the bottle babies specifically. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to reach Betsy, you can email us at the Animal Rescue League um, at ARL-ARL at org. Did I do that right? arl hyphen org. boy i'm having a brain lapse there for a moment okay um yep. yes or you can call us and we'll get about more information about how to reach betsy here at the next uh little bit and you can reach her about fostering and fostering bottle yep. babies but we're also going to talk more about fostering cats and some of our other foster programs
1: yeah we got some f- well we have f- fantastic programs yes
2: so. yes so we will be taking a break here in a minute and we'll come back and talk to betsy some more i want yeah. to see the kitten i know i want to see the kitten too so, <laughs> i'm keeping you in suspense i know, I know. i'm dying to see so
3: <laughs>
1: and see being up at six o'clock was nothing you're already up feeding
2: right exactly yeah. well, sh- she texted me like at four thirty, and i thought okay she's up and ready to go <laughs> so that's right so <laughs> but anyone can call in this morning 284 1040 and talk to us about behavior questions you might be having um with Pretty much any species, we hope. Yeah, within reason. Within reason, (laughs) we'll get back to you about that. But when we come back, we're gonna have our um, lots more to talk about and lots of fun stuff.
1: answer some questions.
2: That's right. So we'll be back in just a minute.
1: You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. ARL Animal Connection with Carol, and we got our guest Betsy. And what's your little nugget's name?
2: His name is Squirt.
1: Squirt, that's right.
2: He's adorable. We made her get him out.
1: <laughs> we did.
2: <laughs> Show us the kitten.
1: <laughs> or your walk.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really.
1: Um, how old did you, were you estimating years?
3: He's about three to four weeks old, uh, based off his dental score and weight. Yep. Um, Typically, we'll also age them off of their eyes. All kittens are born with blue eyes. Yep. Um, However, he's got um, a pretty bad eye infection right now that we're treating, so we'll typically go off of teeth and weight instead.
1: Yep. Yeah, he's cute as. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Is there anything cuter in a kitten, though, seriously? No. No, There's nothing cuter. I I, I mean, they literally are the cutest. Well, I mean, puppies and...
1: And puppies have that puppy smell too Oh yeah, Ooh, God, yeah. I, was, oh, you I wish we could bottle
2: that I tell you <laughs> what That was like the best Hello, smell ever Yeah, <laughs> yeah really uh, Well I know we want to get back to Betsy But we did have some questions We should do that also. too I We guess. should definitely handle those So, um, so here's one for you Alright um, so, a woman emailed in and said that she has a dog it 's a min pin, mm-hmm. and um, it absolutely hates to have its ears touched hates it and her vet uh, her veterinarian is mm-hmm. like, "You really need to work on that because."
1: Got to get it checked.
2: Got to get it checked, and it's not good when it comes in, and da da da. So she's wondering if there's things you could recommend that she could do.
1: Well, good thing is it sounds like she's been to a veterinarian. Yes. Because I've had cases like this before where it was actually a problem with their ears. Soon, and it was ear mites or an ear infection. As soon as that was corrected, there was more no no more behavior issue. Um, with that, because if he absolutely hates it to that extent. We would start doing positive association with touching the areas where he really likes, and then moving up to those areas. But it's going to, if it's that bad, and depending on the age of the dog and how long it's been had this learning experience of mm-hmm. disliking it, it's going to take some time, and it takes as long as it takes, right, um, to get him at least somewhat comfortable, and that'll be with the owner then we've got to transition that into strangers, then we've got to transition into a different environment, because dogs don't generalize exceptionally well. Just because you teach it in one spot doesn't mean they know it in all these other spots. So then you get all your grounding where they're most comfortable, and then you lessen the experience but move to a new environment, and then you get them really good in that environment. Then you And you keep working away and working away at it. And it but the thing is, other than Sedating. each time if you try and hold the dog and muzzle the dog and then look at his ears, each of, of those occurrences will cause the problem to be worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And please feel free to call us and actually give us uh, our general number, is 515-262-9503, and they'll be able to direct you to the um, behaviour department or it's also online at arl-iowa.org. And we'd be happy to show them those steps that we're talking about because you'll see there's parameters where the dog starts to get worried, get stiffening up or not taking a treat. And that always means you've gone too far too soon. So then we have to take it back and build it back up again. Yeah. Not uncommon. It can be nails, can be all these things. And the the, um, program is the same. It's just the individual that we have to tailor it to.
2: Yeah. And you know we we probably need like you said more information how long it's been going on is this new yeah that, that sort of thing so yeah yeah great uh looks like we have a call coming in so we'll take chris hey chris how you doing morning, this morning chris. good morning
1: how can we help
0: yes i have a three year old cat a very affectionate loving cat who insists on grooming me all the time wants to lick me um and does it to other family members and how do i discourage my cat from licking me
2: okay that is just kind of interesting because one of the other questions that was submitted this week um was about a dog that's doing that
1: Ah, so could be different for a dog so we'll see how the cat goes
2: yeah so for your cat um i'm assuming this the constant licking is probably just a little bit annoying it is yeah (laughs) and is it one particular spot chris or is it different places on your body
0: No, it can be like my arms or my fingers and it's like he's like oh i love you i love you
2: and (laughs) (laughs) okay well a couple things um a couple things we can do here one is a distraction type of thing so your cat comes up sits starts giving you kisses all over the place maybe you let her do it for you know a short period of time one or two licks then we can distract the cat so we can use treats and we can use toys to do that um, and so you would basically and I love ping pong balls for this purpose because they're lightweight and you can toss them and they just bounce forever and don't hurt anything but you can take a ping pong ball and toss it across the room and hopefully the cat gets distracted from giving you all that love and goes and chases the ball you can do it with those fishing pole toys are great um, anything like that is really good or you can also have treats there and as she starts to lick you instead you give her a treat Um, the only problem with that particular thing is that that can in some cats make the cat seem like you're telling him it's a good thing that they're licking you so rewarding the licking so that's why I like the toy idea first the distraction method first to that now with that you can also do some deterrents that aren't necessarily related to you and this will sound weird but you can take um, bitter apple spray is what I have used before And it's typically safe for human skin if you don't have an allergy to it, so be sure about that. But you would would kind of set this up, and you would spray this on your arm, or you would spray this on your hand, and then the cat gets up and starts to lick you, and she's going to lick you and think that you taste like bitter apple spray. And they typically don't like that taste, and they will... She'd probably stop licking you. And you need to do that for a period of time so that she's like, okay, mom tastes weird now. So I'm not going to kiss her anymore right there. Um, and you can do that separately first and see if that works. You can try the toys separately first and see if that works. And the idea with the toys, if you do that consistently over a period of time, They pretty much start to relate, okay, get up on mom's lap, and I love her and everything else, but where's my toy? Um, And so they'll kind of just quit with the whole licking thing because association then becomes more about play. Or you can do them both at the same time, depending on how big the issue is. Does that sound like something you might be able to try and see if that'll help?
0: Yep, and he loves toys, so that would be very helpful. Perfect.
1: fantastic.
0: Sam Cat, every time he walks and moves, he's constantly talking.
2: Yeah. Hey, Chris. Is that just a personality thing? It sure is. It absolutely is. And if you can hold on just a minute, we're going to have to take a quick break, and I'll come right back to you. Is that okay? Thank you. You bet. You. Hang on, Chris. And we'll take a break. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone, to ARL Animal Connection. We've got our guest, Betsy, in the studio, but we've had Chris hanging on the line, so we'll finish up with Chris. You there, Chris? Yes. You're still with us. Thank you for hanging on.
2: Hi, Chris. So we were talking about your cat meowing, so your cat's meowing at you a lot? Oh, it's more than meowing. It's just noises.
0: He's talking all... He can't move without talking. And it's just... I mean... If I talk to him, he talks back. That's fun. But <laughs> he's as, as trained you well. Following you around, he's crying, he's just talking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, some some breeds of cats are more vocal, tend to be more vocal than others, for sure. But it definitely is a method of communication. And I mean, they can as the meows can be different. Um, so, like when you talk to your cat and your cat talks back, that's probably one communication the cats make. And they also will have different meows for I'm hungry, I'm not feeling good. Um, you know where are you where are you you know I'm just saying hi pay attention to me um, but definitely some cats and usually by breeds but not always um, tend to be more vocal than others I have a deaf cat named Ocho and um, he talks to me all the time which sounds a little bit strange but you know they feel vibration too in their in their bodies when they talk their vocal area so it's giving him some sort of stimulation when he does hmm. Talk to me, but like he'll wake me up at three in the morning by he's howling somewhere, and usually that's a "Where are you?" as Mick mm. was just talking about.
1: Oh yeah, I got one of those. <laughs> yeah, and so I have to
2: <laughs> get up and because I can't yell for him, I have to get up and go out and say, "Hey, buddy, you know, right here." Um, so cats definitely, you know, connected to you and having those conversations with you.
1: Like Carol was saying earlier, though, giving them other things to do, and I was doing a consult for a lady who's a therapist, and she. Not a con a consult for a dog. Not a consult for me. I'm just clearing that up, okay? Um, but they call it replacement behavior in humans. Really? Where we call it, you know, uh, competing behavior. Yeah. Replacements. So that's another way of thinking about it. That's a a pretty straightforward term. Yeah. Replace this behavior with that behavior. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I have found those those more vocal cats like that. They're really hard. That's really hard to stop uh-huh. in a cat because they really feel like they have this communication and they're talking to you. So
1: I know uh, people had, like that.
2: Yeah, we had <laughs> lost a
0: tw- we had a twelve year old cat with us, and we lost him about four months ago. And I think since we lost that older cat, he's even more vocal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is
0: I I don't know if it's a, I'm missing him. And now I'm just going to talk and see who's going to be out there to talk back.
1: Yeah. Um, He's on, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if you've considered ever down the road getting another cat. Yes,
0: and we, are, we are going to be, you know, in the month of June, hopefully finding another mate for him. And I'm hoping Wonderful. that will also reduce that licking and wanting to kiss me, that he'll have somebody else yeah. to
2: to groom absolutely and if and if you make the right match with that that is exactly what should happen and um, if you need any help with that we have our meet your match program on our website where you can kind of put in what you're looking for and we have a wonderful volunteer named mary that will help match up with cats at the league you can also foster and um, we're going to talk more about that too but we have a lot of people that will foster a cat that they think would be a good match to see if it is before they maybe actually adopt But you know, if there's anything the ARL can do to help you find a match on that, we're happy to do that. So, all right, thank you. Thank you so much, Chris. Chris. Great questions.
1: Yeah, yeah, lots of stuff going on there. So, yeah, and that's when we say if we keep talking, you know, we've only we're limited on time. Yeah. Then okay, this happened and that happened, and let's see where we can go with this. Absolutely.
2: Um and we need to get to the woman's question who wrote in about the dog licking the owner, but maybe we should do our trivia question. Yep. And then we can come back and talk to that and yeah. Betsy. We better so.
1: give Betsy something to do. Uh, that's
2: right. So okay, so our trivia question, like normal, first caller that calls in with the correct answer. We're gonna send you out an ARL animal connection water bottle and they're very cool.
1: They're very popular too. They are
2: very popular and very cool.
1: Two eight four ten forty call in on that number and the question is
2: the question is what taste is it that cats are unable to detect what taste mm-hmm. is it that cats are unable to detect so the first answer calls in at two eight four ten forty. 1040 yes send you out an aerial animal connection first correct what answer about, correct answer right <laughs> good clarification <laughs> just call in and randomly give us something so yeah tofu. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so we'll yeah. see. So, in the meantime, Mick, um, we had the woman write in and she has a dog. She didn't tell me what breed, but mm-hmm. she said it just constantly licks her, yeah. just like the cat.
1: Um, with dogs, it's generally considered a greeting or an, um, behavior as well, or a hello, but also it goes into then an appeasement gesture. So, you see puppies run up to other dogs and lick their muzzle, or they lick each other's face. And on humans, They lick our face, but generally they start licking our hands first and then, like, they work their way up as they're sitting on the sofa with you. And appeasement gesture, for whatever reason, the dog is feeling that they have to settle you down. Of course, when a dog licks us, what's the first thing we do? Oh, stop it. And the dog goes, I'm sorry, and licks you more. (laughs) And then you get up, then stop it. And the dog goes, oh, my goodness, they're still upset and keeps going and it escalates. So the hard thing to do is, the, like you said, the one or two licks and then go, thank you, and then give them a, another behaviour to do. How about you go and do something else? So I appreciate it, but you, the hardest part, but the best thing to do is actually stay calm, so then they don't feel the need to appease. Um, some, sometimes we inadvertently teach it when they're little, that it's fun and we giggle and play and the dog thinks, oh, the more I lick you, the more fun it's going to be until they weigh 100 pounds. Yeah. So, again, okay, thanks for doing that. Appreciate you saying hello. Everything's cool. Now let's find something else for you to do. Yeah. So, you know, I always ask, people say, I don't want my dog to do this. And they go, I go, what do you want your dog to do? Then teach it. We'll teach it to do this instead of that. I can't do two things at once.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, so that's the quick version of that one.
2: Yeah okay so we are either not having anyone up this morning or nobody knows the answer to my trivia question mm,
1: interesting yes i Do knew i actually knew this one straight you off you
2: did back. it was very impressive 284 and again the question is um what taste is it that cats are unable to detect so
1: there we go it's lighting up again.
2: Now it's lighting up. We'll see if somebody's <laughs> got the correct answer. We're we'll getting aerial animal connection. Mugged.
1: So, so Betsy, if someone wants to know more or learn more about um, fostering in general or the bottle babies, when they had the battle, bottle bottle ba- bottle babies, how long you know is the general? I have all right. I've got to feed and um, probably be a week or two. Or what? What are they looking at?
3: So typically with bottle babies, um, and this is a little trade secret amongst bottle baby fosters, I know, I'm giving out all my secrets today, Um, so if you have a bottle baby that's over the age of seven days, you can feed them every two hours during the day, and then they'll actually let you sleep through the night. What? Yeah, it's true. (laughs) It's the truth. Uh, So if... Typically, I'll send bottle babies out to foster after that one-week mark uh, just to make it a little bit easier on my foster homes. Yep. Because uh, typically, after that point, you'll do it for about three to four weeks. Um, and once you get to that three- or four-week mark, that's when it starts to get a lot easier because it, you can weed them on to wet food
2: and all that sort of thing.
1: Fantastic. That's
2: great. Cool. Okay, now right. the phone's lit up. Yep. All right, so we're going to start with Erica called in first. Hey, Erica, how you doing? Morning, Erica. I'm good. Good morning. How are you? We are great. Hello. What do you think the answer is? Uh, sweet. That's absolutely correct.
1: Yeah, well done.
2: Great job. Thank you to Nancy and <laughs> Katrina and everyone else who's Did on you have hold. to
1: look it up or did you know it?
2: Um It's okay so whatever I tell you tell if I cheated. No no, it's okay it's totally fine. Uh, we're happy to
1: have people. We looked it up too. <laughs> yeah,
2: really. I looked <laughs> it
1: up. Do you have an accent? Yes I do. I thought you did.
2: Where are you from? Uh from England. That's very cool. Another
1: Commonwealth member.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, Mick here is from
1: Australia, so... A member of the Commonwealth.
2: Yes. A lot of people think I'm from Australia, too.
1: I'm sorry about that. (laughs) 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 No, yours is much... Your accent's much nicer than ours. Oh, no, I don't We're the convicts.
2: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) okay Uh, (laughs) all right okay erica just stay on on the line okay okay thank you thanks erica answer was what taste is it that cats are unable to detect sweets and yeah. thank you to everyone who called in. That was really cool. Everyone was listening. And we love it's fine if you look it up. You know, people, we first of all, we look up a lot of these,
1: but second of oh, all, yeah. you know, I'm just, not that smart. We're
2: just learning about cats together and yeah, it's dogs a big together cat day. and pets, that's right.
1: Hey, I have got a fact though. This is not a question. All right. When we were looking at this, I threw out a question to you guys and went, "Huh?" So, an average cat has one to eight kittens per litter, 2 to 3 litters per year. During a productive life, one female cat can have more than 100 kittens. So a single pair of cats and their kittens can produce as many as 420,000 kittens in just seven years.
2: That's kind of frightening. It
1: is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. from one pair of cats.
2: So the moral of that story is spay-neuter. Spay-neuter, spay-neuter, spay-neuter. So, (laughs) yeah.
1: That fun fact
2: that fun scary fact (laughs) yes betsy's all too familiar with that absolutely yes yes so tell us about a couple uh, other programs people can volunteer to foster cats
3: sure so we have a um feral kitten program um so these are kittens that usually come in about two to five months of age uh, that are fearful. They've lived outside, never really interacted with humans. Um, That's a fun opportunity to um, allow a little kitten to, you know, hide in your home, um, give them plenty of area and space, um, give them plenty of time as well. Um, and lots of treats and food. Um, Once they realize that you're the person giving them all that food, they'll start to warm up to you a lot quicker. Um, Another rewarding opportunity for sure to see a little fearful kitten all of a sudden become this adorable little fluff ball running around your home. Um, We have um, our shelter cat getaway program. Uh, for adult cats that are available for adoption, um, and we're just looking to give them a break from the shelter life um, by putting them in a home, and we'll still leave them available on our website for folks to contact us, and if you're interested in adopting them, then our foster home brings the cat out and tells you all the awesome things about their foster, and and then they get adopted, so yeah, yeah.
2: So lots of really great foster programs for cats and kittens, and of course this time of year when we've got literally hundreds of cats and kittens coming in all the help we can get with these programs is totally appreciated absolutely so how would people reach you betsy if they're interested in learning about our foster program
3: sure so you can either uh, visit our website at arl-iowa.org backslash foster and uh, underneath my photo, you'll be able to click on um, our foster application and submit that. And that also has my email address in it. Um, or you can call my desk at 473-9108. Great. Yeah great and fantastic even
2: if you're not sure if you want to do it or not definitely reach out to betsy because she can talk through the different options and see what might work for you i know um with all of these you know some of this can be a few weeks some of this could be a short-term foster if maybe we just need somebody temporarily for a, a kitten to gain weight or something um so you know if you're interested in it all just definitely reach out to betsy and she can fill you in on a lot absolutely good stuff yeah very good stuff i'm just a foster failure at heart so
1: yeah we get a That's been a term that's been around for so many years. You don't like that term. I'm not like a failure, but you're not a failure because it was a huge success in your home.
2: Right, true. So what would we call that, I wonder? I have no Hmm.
1: idea. I don't have an answer. I just wanted to put it out there. Yeah,
2: we'll have to come up with a name for that because you're totally right. It's not really a failure. I mean, I fostered these cats. I
1: failed to take it back to the shelter. Right.
2: (laughs) I (laughs) adopted them myself. So that's right. That's right. So, but I, it's I, I cannot thank our volunteers enough yeah. that do fostering for us. I mean, couldn't do it without them. Oh my gosh! You think of the numbers of cats and kittens that are out in foster homes and not at the shelter. And the thing to also think about that is, you know, we need all the cages and space we have at the shelter mm-hmm. for all the incoming cats and kittens. So, just by the fact that you foster, you not only help the cat or kittens that you're fostering, yeah. you also help the other animals that need to come into our shelter and need a space. Very true. So. Super important. It's almost time for another break. Boy, this yeah. morning is flying by.
1: It's always good. It is. So it's always a good sign.
2: You can call us at two eight four ten forty. We have we'll have a few minutes when we come back from break to talk some more and we'll finish up with Betsy. And um
1: we'll go from there.
2: Go from there. So we'll see you and be back in just a minute.
1: You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio ten forty WHO. Oh, we're back, <laughs> we're, back. Oh, we're just chatting away there. just
2: chatting away two things so, i want to make sure yes. we mention. So i'm going to mention them first one is do not forget to go to cafe diem in ankeny and get your outdoor dan coffee remember they're generously mm-hmm. donating a uh
1: thank you thank, you, part thank of the you profits
2: from that to the animal rescue league to help the animals so thank you very much to outdoor Dan's cafe diem
1: And a wonderful coffee.
2: Yes, and a wonderful coffee. Two, um, Cats Meow is coming up. And, of course, Betsy and I love that event. And I know you do, too.
1: Yeah, been going since we started.
2: Yes, so we have our premier cat event, and it is happening this coming Thursday, June 14th at ARL Maine. We moved it back to the ARL Maine location so people can hang with all the cats and kittens. Mm. And um, so we have food and drink. We're going to have fun presentations. We're going to have a sort of fashion show. We're going to have a silent auction. Filled on the with fun. On the catwalk. How cute is that? <laughs> that's that's like really... So That's
1: all you get for this week. Yes.
2: So we're going to have Cat Friendly <laughs> Fashions by Fusion Boutique and Kitty Cuddle Time. Um, so the event starts at 5 and it ends about 8.00. Um, So please get your tickets, get online, www.arl-iowa.org. Betsy will be there. She'll be talking some about some of our CAP programs. You and I will be there, of course. It's going to be a lot of fun. So be sure and get your tickets and plan to attend.
1: And great chance to talk to Betsy. and. A more in depth of uh, all the stuff she does
2: yeah absolutely and i mean it's a great time to come and actually meet betsy and get to talk to her in person too if you want to more about fostering and
1: and megan another member of our cat team yes. will be there as well so yeah,
2: the whole cat team will be yeah. there the whole clouder of cat team how about Ooh. that huh? uh-huh. grouping of cats not bad
1: you just gave the answer that could have been another question it could have been i think we've actually had
2: that one but still that's kind of cute yeah, and we'll have the Clowder House, which is our uh, cat building that will be open. So um, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll be able to hang with a bunch of cats. It'll be great. So um, we only have like two minutes. I'm going to give you a, one of those real quick questions for you to answer on a time thing. So Okay. Okay. Don't throw your pins around. <laughs> yeah, really? I, this panel comes flying across. Okay. So a woman emailed in. She has a German Shepherd mix who she totally yep. adores, and for some reason, this is a new behavior. Mm-hmm. The dog has decided it's really fun to go stick his paw in the water on the, <laughs> on, the Sorry. on the edge of the water bowl and tip the water when she nice. when she fills it up, and then he'll look at her like yeah, and get all bright eyed and playful. And she has no idea where this came from and doesn't know how to to stop it.
1: I would hazard a guess that's a fun game. <laughs>
2: I thought it was very creative of a dog. what I found,
1: (laughs) it is, it's like, well, how are we doing? This is good fun. Do you want to throw that back in there again? And, uh, yeah, so some dogs, it sounds like if he looks up and he's like, yeah, it's it's a game. So it's rewarded inadvertently. So what do we do about it? Um, You can buy magnetic bowls, which is what I have in my house, because guess what I have? A dog that did the same. (laughs) I know. I meant to do this for a living uh, with all these animals as well, people. Um, so you can they come on a, a tray and the base is magnetic. So you, the bowls stick to the larger tray and oh, they can't bowl. flip them over. Yeah. Uh, you can get some non tip bowls out there that are wider at the base. Uh, you put a big rock in it. <laughs> you know, of yeah. course, you've got to try and keep it so- uh, clean. But big bowl, heavy bowl, magnetic bowl and he'll try and then he'd probably try a little bit harder because it used to work um they call it extinction burst it used to work to get a reaction or fun so i'm going to try harder then when it doesn't work they stop and they move on yeah so that i'd go for um an environmental fix which is a bowl they can't tip over
2: yeah there we go (laughs) very creative Well, we have about literally 10 seconds. So, um, Betsy, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's been great having you. Thanks, Betsy. And everyone, go out and enjoy your day.
1: Thank you for listening and pour it forward.